Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Babes outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mondo Reese, a.k.a. Um, Mr. Always Missing His Parlays by One Leg, a.k.a. Mondo Reese, not on Twitter, a.k.a. Uh, Mondo Reese on Instagram, Mondo Reese Reviews on TikTok, and the Mondo Reese Podcast, wherever you find your podcast content. New episode out now. Um, joined as always by my co-host Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs, Bibbs Corner on Twitter, Bibbs Corner Podcast, where I find podcast content, and Bibbs on Instagram. You know the works, y'all know the works, same as usual. Uh ironically, I missed this game and it and, and I'm the one hosting, right? Uh like I said to Bibbs before this started, this happened before where I missed the game and I ended up being the one hosting it. Um so I didn't know Luca wasn't playing until like 10 minutes before the game because I tried to put, because like, okay, I tried to put parlays in and you know, if like a player is questionable, they won't have all the players up. So I'm going through it. I'm like, Luca not up there. I'm like, all right, let me just wait closer to the game. So everyone will be up there. And it's like 10, 15 minutes before the game. And I'm like, where the fuck? I said, is Luca not playing? So I go to ESPN and I check who's out. And it says Luca out, Josh Green out, Maxi out. I said, oh, we about to get out. Ass beat. <laughs> but you know what I did? I said, man, let me take Spencer for eight for Spencer over and Christian Wood over. Whatever the over was, I was taking it. Them two for sure. Now, what I didn't expect was to look at the box score and see Christian Wood starting. Hell of a game to decide to start Christian Wood. If I must say so myself. But I digress. Um, while I was picking my girlfriend up, uh, I happened to get a notification from the chat and found out Kimball Walker was playing. So I'm like, okay, uh, that's news. So give me the breakdown on the game. Like, what the need to know? Because obviously this, I text you. I said, yeah, I saw the score. I'm not missing shit. Like, Once I saw the people that was out, I didn't expect us to yeah. win this game at all. So Luca out, we already know what's, what that means. Uh, last time, Spencer literally was the only person that could dribble. Um, this time we knew we had Kemba. We knew we called Jaden Hardy up. So the question was going to be, how were they be deployed? Um, but with Josh Green and Maxi out too, our two best defenders. Yeah, it was about to get ugly. Um, <laughs> no ball movement to start the game. I think Christian Wood got like one touch before the first time out was what Dalton said. Uh, came back out, couldn't get a stop, couldn't score. Tim Hardaway Jr. was throwing up bricks. Y'all goofy-ass people that pulled out the Tim Hardaway Jr. apology forms. I I can't believe it. I can't believe y'all had the audacity to act like Tim Hardaway Jr. was suddenly this amazing shooter. Where have y'all been? 
Streaky should be that man's middle name. He's like, even on here, we was like, yeah, it's five games in, but I ain't ready to call it that yet. Like, He's the most bipolar shooter ever. He has the Mavs franchise record for missed threes or might have been field goals in a game. His dad has the NBA record, by the way, uh, of going O for whatever. And then he had like a record. He had the record, what, most games with five three threes in a row or some shit. I can't remember what the fuck it was. He made a bunch of threes. He was he hell he was top ten in NBA history in with that streak just then. Some whatever he did, I don't even care to look it up because it was bullshit and I didn't care at the time. Thank you for doing it. But you're Tim Hardaway Jr. at the end of the day. You're gonna go back to throwing up bricks. And that's what he did tonight. So Tim Hardaway Jr. is throwing up bricks. Initially Spencer was also struggling. He wasn't getting the ball to Christian Wood. Second time out, it seemed like they got a little bit of offense going, but at that point, we were already down 20. Um, DeRozan, Levine, they were getting their game off. Like, it looked like they were out there doing a practice against, you know, uh, the varsity sometimes a scrimmage against the, the JV or the, the, the eighth grade team, the B team. Yeah. And like, they out there doing jelly layups and shit like that. That's, that's what was happening. Andre Drummond was swinging on the rim. Andre Drummond broke the camera behind the rim, swinging on the rim. Andre Drummond caught a lob in a half-court set, reverse jammed it. He was swinging on the rim. Dragic doing behind the back, step through that lane, like passes. Like, it was crazy. They were out there putting on a show. I had to post the Kobe uh, Shaq highlight clip. Say, this is Dragic <laughs> Drummond. <laughs> game was so bad my dad called me and i just i just you know i just enjoyed the conversation with my father we just had we talked about basketball we talked about how ass the Mavs were you know i told him about luca's relationship with his family and all that his mom the drama all that good stuff like we talked about some stuff it was a valuable valuable thing i was hoping to kill some time i looked up and i saw i still had a whole second half of the game to watch <laughs> oh man the Bulls had 82 at halftime, which I'm told is a franchise record. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Literally, we might have fixed the Bulls. Ah, that, that would be crazy. They got to have a nice little warm-up, tune-up game in a real game situation. They were just out there practicing shit on us. Hey, there's this set I've been wanting to try out. Go run that. Re- Ooh, lob dunk. Beautiful. All right, let's let's keep that in the playbook. It's like just practicing on the CPU and shit. Pretty much. <clears throat> so, so how did okay? So let let me let me let me run this down. Um, it's hard to ask how did guys look if the team got their ass beat the way they did. Um, That's I my name. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you get into that. Oh, actually, no. I'm gonna let you go. Ask by name. Go ahead. Uh, Kimball Walker. 20 minutes. I see he played eight points, five assists. Yeah, so Kemba came in in the first half. He came in in the second quarter at some point, I believe. It might have been late first. Uh, he had a nice pull-up midi early in the game. He got blocked, I believe, on his first attempt. Uh, but then he had a nice pull-up midi, which who else is doing pull-up midis on his team? Exactly. Um, he had a nice play and a fast break where he didn't really have an advantage, but he's Kemba fucking Walker, so he drove to the lane and got a nice layup, made it look easy. 
who are not not too many people are doing that on this roster. Luka Doncic, that's it. Yeah, so I think that there's value there just in just in those two things. A couple other plays where he, you know, was running the offense. You could tell he's not exactly comfortable with guys, but again, comfortable with the ball. He had a couple nice passes. Uh, I he didn't. I didn't see any struggles with his legs. I didn't see any hesitation to go into traffic. I would like to see more Kemba Walker minutes. Okay. Okay. JaVale McGee. So when, when basketball mattered still, uh, JaVale McGee came in, there was a possession. This, this is, I'm going to just sum it up. There was a possession where the bulls were coming up to court. Mavs defense was allegedly set. Wood was in the paint with a man like defending someone. JaVale McGee was running like he was coming to take that man from Wood with his back facing, or his face was facing the rim. He was running towards Wood. Wood was facing the guy bringing the ball up and could see nobody had the ball handler. McGee should have been paying attention to the ball handler. So Wood pushed him and he bumped into the ball handler who was DeRozan and gave up an and one because he wasn't fucking paying attention. So that eight for 10, 18 points. Garbage time. Okay. He he started uh, getting some stuff going in garbage time. He had a couple scores early, but he mostly was goofy in this game. Like the stat line is goofy. The, the stat line, most of that was garbage time. He okay. hit a three. Did he hit one three or two three? He hit one three. Um, That was garbage time as well. Uh, He scored like eight points in a row or something like that. Maybe seven or nine. Okay. Uh, in garbage time. Go ahead. Jaden Hardy. So Jaden Hardy early on. So if you just look at the stats, you would say he had a Tim Hardaway Jr. night, which I said is a floor for him, right? Right. He's going to get shots up. Whether he makes them or miss them is going to be the determination. I would rather watch a 20-year-old do that than a 30-year-old, first of all. Let's get that out of the way. But then let's look at how he did it. Jaden Hardy didn't just jack up threes. Jaden Hardy was cut driving to the lane in traffic, getting bumped, getting and ones. He got blocked a couple times, but he got a couple fouls as well. Got to the free throw line. How many free throws did he have? Five? Um, uh, let me see. Yeah, five free throws? Yes. So did Kemba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gets to the line on his team. Right? Well, guys who can create like that are more inclined to get to the line. If you look at the scoreboard, look who got the free throws. Spencer Dinwiddie got seven. Kemba got five. Hardy got five. Guys who can dribble. We need guys who can dribble. We need that. So Hardy was putting it on the floor. He made he pissed Kobe White off because he was cooking Kobe White. Like Kobe White got a tech at the end of the third, I think. Because uh, Jaden Hardy scored on him like at the buzzer. So Jaden Hardy didn't come in in like the fourth quarter garbage time minutes type thing. Like he came in in the late in the second. He was the last dude off the bench. First of all, okay. him and Bertans I think came in like close together. They were the last ones off the of the real people. Theo Penton is a fucking coach. Um, he was the last one off the bench, which pissed me off. First of all, and then he did play the last like twelve plus minutes of the game. If I'm not mistaken, this is how ass Theo Pinson is. 
We got our ass buzzed. People played garbage time, and this motherfucker only got four minutes and did nothing. You are you, this motherfucker is so bad he can't play when the team is getting their ass beat. He's a fucking podcaster. I don't. I'm not. I'm not playing this fucking game anymore. I just want to say, um, Boston down ninety nine one hundred seven, and the MVP just went to the line and missed two free throws. Continue. Yes, I'm. I'm on that agenda for sure. Oh fuck! Fuck Jason Tatum. Um, sorry. Jason Tatum. I like Jason Tatum, but he ain't the MVP. Sorry. Fuck Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Jaden Hardy. Uh, the misses I felt like were rushed shots. And there was a stretch of the game where it was clear they were, like, forcing it to him. Flow of the offense, it won't look like that, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think he'll do that. Like, they they gave him, like, five, six straight shots at one time. And it was, like, clear that he shouldn't be in those situations necessarily. But he had a, he had a couple middies. He had a couple getting all the way to the rim. He was a couple times he got fouled, and they didn't call it. A couple times they did call it, obviously. Um but he just looks like a basketball player. Tim Hardaway Jr. is just a chucker, man. So I had to tweet, Jaden Hardy's greater than Tim Hardaway Jr. Debate aardvark. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, look, I told y'all what the exercise is for tomorrow's episode. Fix the Mavs. I'm glad we got our asses whooped tonight. I'm glad we, the bottom fell out against the Bucks. Because a lot of y'all were confused and had the wool pulled over your eyes about how fucking trash this team is. Uh, Luka Doncic is the fucking best player in the league. Uh, and, uh, excuse me, second best player in the league. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how. Let me tell you how bad that caught me off guard. I'm listening to you talk, right? And I'm eating a Starburst and watching the game. And I'm taking in everything you're saying. And when you said Luka Doncic is the best player in the league, I said, mm-mm. <laughs> Second best player in the league. I know you know. I know you know. Let's, let's not, yeah, don't even get him that ammo because they'll start. Yeah, Luka Doncic is the second best player in the league. And his talent, his ability to carry and control a game is allowing Mark Cuban to get away with highway motherfucking robbery. Again. Luca is a floor raiser. Arguably the best floor raiser in the game right now. He is not going to let us get below a certain point. No matter how much trash ass basketball, whatever you want to call them, people that play basketball, they put around him. He's not going to allow us to get below a certain point. It's the same reason the Cleveland Cavaliers couldn't draft players to build around LeBron. They were always too good no matter how much trash you put around him, but just because he's able to carry trash and shine that shit up doesn't mean that you can't go get better. The fact that the Dallas Mavericks spent this entire offseason doing the bare fucking minimum is a travesty, and it's going to set us back even further than we should. When you Even in this game, the Bulls signed two players that we easily could have had. Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond. We had Dragic on the line. He was ready to come. We told him we don't need you. And what did he do? He came in and immediately bodied Kemba Walker and made Frank look stupid. To be honest, I'm not even as pissed about this offseason because we wasn't with money, but the offseason before that, 
I'm using this as an example because it was, yeah, we didn't have money. We didn't have, but the things that we could do, we didn't even attempt to do. But I'm not even, I'm, I'm still not giving them a pass because. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Don't give them a pass. Season, this is the first off season in like three years where we did not have money. We've had money deep the last three off seasons and they made terrible deals, which is a rabbit hole. I'm not going to go down because we already know now, but yeah. And I'm still not going to let y'all forget last offseason when this fucking team signed Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock and y'all were on Twitter like, yes, this is what we need. This is 3 and D. And I'm like, yo, are y'all serious? And y'all tried to tell me I know what I was talking about. One of them motherfuckers is gone and the other one damn near on his way out the door. We'll continue. Again, my point on the end of it is other serious teams tried to actually look for the best options based on their situation. We went and gave JaVal McGee our only real asset to add a player. That's that taxpayer mid-level exception. The Denver Nuggets used that to go get Bruce Brown. We used that to get 34-year-old JaVal McGee and give him a three-year player option contract. We could use a Bruce Brown right now. We not serious. The Bulls signed Andre Drummond on a minimum contract for two years. We gave JaVal McGee the tax mid-level exception, most of it. I, somebody, oh, well, actually, most of the tax mid-level exception, more of it than we could actually use on another player. We gave the rest of it to uh, Jaden Hardy. Uh, on, a, on a technicality so we could get him that, that a little bit more cash and get him on that restricted contract so we didn't fuck the, that up like we did with Jalen Brunson. Uh, we used our asset to go get an old dude, give him a long-ass contract, and basically froze ourselves out from being able to do anything big. Uh, while most most teams, most well-run franchises know you can get a veteran big for the minimum, and other teams got better veteran bigs for the minimum, than we did for twice that. And we gave him a longer contract for no fucking reason. Then everybody knew we needed another ball handler. Our own front office either didn't know that Frank Nalakina couldn't dribble or just decided, you know what, we'll just play Luca 40 minutes and we can manufacture those other eight minutes of dribbling. That's not putting your team in the best position. Not on an asset management front, nor on a building for the future front. Neither of those things is smart. We not we're, pl- we're playing very stupidly as a front office. And so again, the exercise is fix the Mavs. Send me your plans. What you would do differently? Take over the team as of today and make some fucking changes. Me and Reese will be showing up tomorrow with ours, and we'll read some of the stuff y'all sent us as well. Is there any other player you need to hear about? No, I, that that literally was it. I really didn't want to do any. I only did it because you said we was coming with some. Dallas Maverick fans, the NBA season is heating up, and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. 
Luca is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's dependent on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP award. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making a case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year. It's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line for any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists. You're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and, 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 and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alperon Shingun, um just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But, hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Bullock and Dorian Finney-Smith. 43 minutes and 42 seconds. It combined three points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals. One for three. Bullock had a shot, a play. Somebody said the ball slipped out of his hands. I'm not sure how much I believe that. He started to go up for the shot and at the last second threw it to somebody else. Now, Spencer made the shot off of it, but I was highly perplexed. These boys are not hoopers. Frank, that's my guy. 0 for 7. His last shot was an airball three-pointer, if I'm not mistaken. And I knew it was an airball as soon as it left his hands. Somebody got to go. At least one of them got to go. For me, it's not Frank. When you say one, Frank or who? 
Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith. We can't have three. Frank don't play, so Frank going don't make a difference. If I'm taking over the team, I'm probably going to put Frank in the fucking rotation if I got to look at Reggie Bullock. I'm not putting Frank in the rotation before I put Jaden Hardy in the rotation. I, that's not what I said. No, you said you if you're looking at Reggie Bullock, you put Frank in the rotation. As a defender. I, you know, I tripping off that. I'm putting Frank at a, as a three. I can I can do it. I'm doing Josh Green starting. Frank is his backup. I can nah. I'd rather play a motherfucker that I got potential and that I know can give us buckets. The lat, we we don't need more defense. We need buckets. Jaden Hardy starting in my scenario. I'm not. I didn't say I was starting that motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't going that far. If I'm just fucking with the roster right now, I'm building for the future. He can Luca, Luca Jaden Hardy, Josh Green is the future. But he got to fucking around with that. I'm starting it right now. He got to earn that. He got to earn it. Jaden, he ain't proved nothing. Who ain't proved nothing? Jaden Hardy. Tim Hardaway, motherfucking junior, is starting. No, fuck that. First of all, to start right now. We both just said. We both said. We can't. We're not going to do after two games and, and revert back because he did have five good games in a row where we said Fuck Tim Hardaway Jr. He had five games in a row where yeah, we Tim Hardaway Jr. Where we said he's playing good. We can't take him out of the starting lineup. Like you know, that's because of how ass our roster is. We don't get the. I'm not basing none of this shit on Maverick expectations because if you just look at our roster and say, well, this is who we have to play. Then you're 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 doing Mark Cuban shit. You gotta look at the league. Tim Hardaway Jr. don't need to be on this roster. I'm 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 probably trading him. I'm if not going. I'm not gonna commit to I'm what I'm. About, I'm talking about the players we have. So if I'm looking at a team right now, if I'm looking at the team, if I'm the coach right now, first of all, Jaden Hardy is getting a minimum of 15 minutes. Minimum, because. I'm not treating this team like we're a championship contender. Are well, you starting them or not? Because 15 minutes ain't starting. I was being an asshole with that. Okay. I'm giving him a minimum of 15 minutes. He might play starter minutes on good nights. Or when I rest somebody. Jaden Hardy's getting a minimum of 15 minutes, though, because, again, <laughs> I'm not pretending this team is a championship contender. Can we win a championship by accident? Not, I ain't going to say by accident. Can we win a championship? Do we have Luca? Yes. But to act like that's who we are is fucking goofy. We are a lottery team without Luca. I just want to say one of my reclamation projects is having a hell of a night. It's gonna be I'm I'm very curious to see who you go for. No, literally. I mean like literally in the previous episode? Yeah, uh Nikhil Alexander Walker. I was going to say I saw he was uh, in the parlay, so I, he's probably starting because uh, who's injured? Um, yeah, he did start. Um, 30 oh, Sexton. Sexton's out for a couple weeks. Well, Sexton comes off the bench anyway. But, I mean, uh, I is out. Conley also hurt? Clarkson and Conley is out, yeah. Yeah, so I saw he was going to get – I knew he was going to be playing after the Sexton injury. Thirty-three minutes, eight for fourteen, four for eight from the field, and twenty-three points. All right, I'm gonna stop being an asshole on here. Um, regardless, my main thing, and this is, I'm gonna get into this next time or next tomorrow, more deeper. Uh, 
we can't we're carrying this roster like we're a championship contender. Like we're married to these mediocre ass players. No disrespect. No, some disrespect. We're married to these players because we got to the Western Conference Finals. Because we pushed the Clippers two years in a row. We can do a we can do better with minimal mass trades than what we have. There are better players. If you even if you want to look at the same archetypes, there are better players, young players that do the things that our players do. And I can't, I can, I can play in a win now mode while also building for the future without 30 year olds. Do I want to get rid of all the vets? No, but we got to get rid of some. And I want younger players getting minutes because I can't keep running these 30 plus year olds out there with 23 year old Luca, knowing that in two years, minimum two years, max, they're going to be falling off. Some of them are already falling off. And there seems to be no plan in place to re- to replace them. GM Bibbs is not waiting. So I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm done being an asshole if you got anything else to say. There's nothing else to say. I don't know where I'm going to put this fucking ad. Somewhere. I did watch Emancipation. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Just tell me if I should see it or not. If it's worth seeing it. Matter of fact, ain't it on Apple TV? Yeah. I'm not watching this shit anyway. I ain't got no fucking Apple TV, and I'm not getting it to watch that. So I watched Causeway Little. I told y'all yesterday. It was cool. You watched what? Causeway before the game yesterday. No, you didn't tell me that. I thought I did. I watched it before the game. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, did. So I mentioned Brian, Brian Tyree Henry was uh, acting circles around uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You did. You did. You did. Um, I bought a ticket to Devotion last night, and then I overslept and did not see Devotion. I, I, I had to go back and listen to the podcast from last night, because let me tell you something. Watching the game, I was sitting in my chair, and I was onking out over this motherfucker. Like, I fell asleep in my chair. And heard myself snoring and had to wake myself up. Like I was tired. So yeah, I don't remember some of the shit we said last last night. Let's let's close this out. Um Yeah, uh I, I, I was gonna ask when the next game is, but we'll get into that tomorrow. Man, we recording three days in a row. What the fuck? Um Yeah. Uh tomorrow is the main episode, the weekly episode. Um, just let you know, I'm probably don't expect me to come with a whole bunch of trades and signings and shit tomorrow. No, you can do mediocre stuff like you can just change the lineup. Yeah, that's 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 because I'm really more so interested in what y'all have to do, have to say. Okay. So, so, um, and when I say y'all, I mean the people listening. I got so, you. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm excited. Uh, I personally, purposefully, have not looked at anything y'all sent in. I've let you look at it, so I I'll. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I so yeah, acknowledge a couple of them, but I didn't really look at it. Excuse me, I'll be surprised tomorrow. So that's cool. Uh, we'll get into the weekly forecast to see what games we got coming up ahead. But uh, yeah, with that being said, um, look for the podcast Sunday night, Monday morning. Peace.
Peace.